Mark, how do you feel about flip-flops as a growing man? Oh, now, um, I'm not undisposed to them. I tend not to like wearing them. <laughs> I, You know what I prefer, and it's unfashionable? A sandal. A croc, John. A croc? Mm. Like croc a croc. shit. Mm. So uh, where do you come down on flip-flops? Love them, mate. Love them. Yeah. Come down on the, on the ball of my foot. Hey, there you go. Hey, there you go. Um... But uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm I'm just rocking my. Um, you're you're aware of all the all the stuff in the Terry Pratchett. Uh, well, in the, I was going to say the Terry Pratchett verse. It's called the Discworld. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but Pr- Pratchett uh, has quite long philosophical meditations about footwear, uh, particularly in the uh, in the City Guards books. Mm-hmm. Do we call them the Guards books or do we call them the Vimes books? What are they? Oh, how uh, do we sit on that? I. T- mm, I t- because it, it was a sort of trilogy before, wasn't it? Is it, is it still a trilogy? Well, there's, there's guards, guards. Yeah, you got your guards, guards. Men, men at arms. You got your men at arms. You got your feet yep. of clay. I did. Um, clay. I was in. Uh, I was in a, a stage production of Men at Arms. I feel like that's information that's been revealed, uh, possibly in a uh, in a, a related Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy podcast. Oh, okay, cool. But perhaps, perhaps um, I'm wrong. Um, but that's good. I've never seen a stage play of a Discworld. Oh, they're quite. They're quite good. Mm. I've only, I've, I haven't seen one either. <laughs> no, except from the wings. I've seen, I've seen the wings. I've seen many pieces of, of yeah. them. Yes. I've seen how they make the sausage, Mark, and it's quite Yes, good. indeed. <laughs> um, yeah, so you got those, but then there's a lot of other books, aren't there? Yeah. There's... Well, Vi- yeah, and, Vimes is in quite a few of them, yeah. But those are more... Mm, those are more... Because like, he, he's an ambassador and he's a general and... Mm. There's the prequel one where he goes back in time. I need to. I really need to have a, a restart my binge because I started a binge a while back mm. from the beginning uh, with the provi- start, yeah with, with the proviso that I would uh, get onto the books that I've not read yet, which are many um, and various. Uh, but I haven't done it yet, so I got back as far as Weird Sisters, which I remember reading in a field in Wales. Wow. But I haven't. Yeah, I I, I started rereading that one because um, you were in a tent as well, right? Yes, I was. Yeah, um, sure. yeah and uh, so there's that. But I, yeah, I'd, I'd quite happily. Um, oh no, Mort. Oh, which one? Which one was came 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 later? I think Mort might have come later. Anyway, uh, yeah. So I, I think I'd like to. I'd like to retry. The binge. I had a. I was talking about Pratchett today with um with with a young fella, mm-hmm. um friend of this show. I don't know if young you're a fella. Of this show. I'm a married he man. Be, might be. He might be. Uh, he's listening. He listens to something. Something in the Hickman verse of. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's right. I'm a verse, mate. Yeah, you are. I'm not averse to it. Um, uh, no, no. Uh, we we were talking about the the overlapping of Adams and. Mm-hmm. Pratchett. It, mm-hmm. it, it related to, um, to good omens. Talking about good omens. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And um, I slightly underestimated the overlap, the the overlap, the overlappiness. Mm-hmm. So the Venn the, in the diagram. Yeah, yeah. So if you if you look at novelizations, which I know you don't, <laughs> of Hitchhiker, Pratchett actually had his first two novels were out before Hitchhiker novelizations were out, which were the, the non-Discord books they did. Yes. Strata and Dark Side of the Sun? Sure. I, I don't, I actually don't know. So hmm. he, he, he had some, 
he had en- enough success as an author to have had a second book published. Yeah. Prior to actually, like getting his getting his gi- giving, on. giving up his job as as the power station publicity man that mm. he mentions in his biography, uh, and and so Clara Magic was eighty three. Mm-hmm. So. For for all that we talked a lot on Leopard about how like Pratchett owes a debt to to Douglas yeah. kind of o- opening up some readership perhaps and you can see some of the beats and things that they that they did that, mm-hmm. that were similar they were much more contemporary than than I think we perhaps gave them credit for on Leopard yeah hmm. fair observation because I mean like a lot of Douglas's book like the novelizations and then the Dirt Gently stuff and things like it's that interesting you call them novelizations that's the first time you've referred to them in that. The books. Yeah. Because they are the legit books. I, I wouldn't call them novelizations. The book of the film. Yeah. The book of the film. Yeah, so um, a, lot, a lot of Douglas's later novels would have come after. Um, oh, yeah. It actually started making the big time. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that, that's where I wonder if something like Beastromathics, which felt so Pratchetty, was perhaps Pratchett-influenced, because it definitely would have come post-Pratchett. Yeah, it would have done, wouldn't it? Yeah. God, we, should have, we should have a podcast about that. About Yeah. I reckon if we if we took that and put it in in an alphabet, it would mm. be um, mm. it would be a chicken dinner, mate. <laughs> we should just do it. Let's just do a Patrick podcast. Not now. Yeah, yeah. No. 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 We haven't got time. We ain't got time. Um, I've got, got going twenty minutes. What are you talking about? Yeah. Knock that one off. But um, you know, they're not making any more. So that's oh, that's one of our uh, that's one of our Aww. key things. Yeah. Yeah, no, it does help. A finite resource. Yeah, the further it gets from the thing actually being current and of interest <laughs> to, to a wide listenership, then, uh, <laughs> the better it is for us. Absolutely. Well, if we get lucky, we, we might finally hit the time when uh, some TV executive finds the, the one unplundered hmm. sci-fi slash fantasy property that hasn't been fully, ex, you know, exploited yet, mm-hmm. uh, and and finally makes the uh, the Game of Thrones inspired version of the Discworld books, um, you know, TV TV show or whatever. Because Sky, I mean, no, because 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 you, like you don't you don't. I no, you know what? I I liked a lot of it, but they made a silly 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 casting decision. Um, like when they did the Tooth Fairy one, um, you, they cast Rin. No. Was it, was it the Tooth Fairy one? Anyway, they, they they did the first one before The Colour of Magic. They did, you know, uh, I think it was the... T- no, it was Hogs, Hogs, Hogs Watch. Yeah. Uh, the Hogfather Hog thing. Father. They right. they did that mm-hmm. as a Christmas special, mm-hmm. and they cast David um, Jason as... Yeah. Pulls through the bar. Yeah. Yes, yes, as... Um, He's got a pointy hat on. He's got a pointy hat on. That's right. Through the well, bar. N- not, in, not in this one, because they cast him as... Um, Death's uh, butler. Oh. And then when they came to do The Colour of Magic, they went, hey, yeah, David Jason, he's definitely Ruinswind, which 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 he most decidedly isn't. About 4,000 years too old. Yeah. And can't run. And Ruinswind does a lot of running. Um, Maybe maybe he'd even be too old now, but Chris Barry would have been a great Ruinswind. Mm. I don't know if that's lazy, lazily kind of pulling the, the rim of cowardliness across, but... Mm. Um, He'd have been a great Rincewind. Mm. He'd have been great at a lot of things. I I don't have as much love for Chris Barry. He, he does good voices, mate. I, I there's a there's a particular type of Barry which um, is tricky. Yeah, so, the Barry Venn diagram. There, well, no, it's not so much a Venn diagram. Um, 
I saw the same thing. So uh, he ha- he has he does this thing, sure, which I think is completely unintentional, but it's very obvious once you recognise it. When he can't be seen on TV, I think he relies on perhaps his face doing a lot of the acting hmm. because when he n- when he knows he can't be seen, which means one of two things: when he's doing a voice for a video game, hmm. or when he's doing CGI and he's not directly talking to another character. Mm-hmm. he freaks the fuck out he go he speaks really really slowly and really over enunciates um and i noticed this when playing the game simon the sorcerer which was kind of answerable to it was an answer to um the discworld games in many ways okay um he did the same he did that thing and then i noticed him do the same thing in an early red dwarf in a scene where his his head his little head pops out um, from under a table. Yes. And he does the same thing. He can't cope with not with, with not being part of the mise-en-scene or whatever. Um, and it, it seems to send him into this weird thing where he, he can't speak naturally at all. Um, and you could argue there's a little bit of that, that that was in the character that he's trying to speak calmly to the past Rimmer or whatever it is. I think it's, yeah, it's future Rimmer speaking to past Rimmer. Is, and you yeah. can argue that part of it is that, but having... Just so you had come out the table, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Having heard um, him do that on, in this game, it's the same thing. Uh, and it, it led me to believe, I think he's got a problem where he, if he can't see the character he's interacting with, he struggles. Mm. And I never really liked the British Empire. Mm, no. So, no. No, was it? Where, where does where does the British Empire sit alongside Partridge stuff? Was it was it trying to do that? No, no, it was pre. Well, it was it was it was pre Partridge as a sitcom. Hmm. Um. Possibly it was post or around the same time as Partridge. The, the knowing me, knowing you. Um, uh, but it was very much a sitcom. Um. And I yes. think it was more like just one of those bog standard BBC One inoffensive sitcoms um you know sort of the the, the time travel one with uh with with rodney um, oh where he writes the beatles yeah which is that that film that's coming out yes yeah um did we talk about ghosts yet no bbc program no it's just um you're sort of talking about like a bog standard fairly gentle not gonna shake the earth sitcom ghosts have you seen it no bbc bbc BBC. Okay. It's on, it's on, I don't know. I don't know what channel it's on. It's on the third player. It's on, yeah, it's on the third player. Yep. It's it's wonderful. Oh. It's it's really low key and it feels really old fashioned. Okay. And it's blinking marvellous, mate. Oh. And, and and we watched it over a couple of nights because it's only like 24 minutes, whatever, episodes yeah. of this little sitcom. And we're like, that's interesting. And I, I mentioned it to Mr. Bounds from Off of the mm. Leopard. Mm. Hello, hello, John. And he, was, and, he, and he was like, oh, yeah, that's brilliant. I've watched it like four times. Oh, seriously. And then talking to other people and that, and apparently it's, it's appeared on a list alongside like that, that Chernobyl and Fleabag Series 2 and all these things of like the best telly of 2019 so far. Oh, well, I'm sure for the guys, because this is the thing you were talking about from the um, Horrible Histories people because yeah. i'm l- looking yeah. at the photo here the, the the publicity shot and it's 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 all it's all your favorites uh and i like yeah, it's i like them it's a little bit of naughtiness that means the kids can't watch it okay which is a shame because otherwise like the the jokes and the performances and everything like that are very much the, them as a team mm-hmm. and in fact that i think they they've 
written it as a group and they they've mm. broken down the direction um, different ones of them are directing different episodes cool it's, it's just like it's just a real daft little idea and and it works and it feels like it's something from the 90s have you ever seen yonderland no i now that that's them isn't it yeah yeah i need to watch that it's them with puppets all right. Like, are they doing the voices or are they? Yeah, got, they're, they're doing. Puppets? What they're doing? They do. What? There are some puppets. Um, not many puppets, but there are some mm. puppets. Uh, and then they play lots of different characters. Oh. Um, and there's a couple of bits that are very funny. Um, and it's it's basically a a, a nice. I got I got um. I got shirty shrift from someone when I referred to someone as a housewife. Shirty um, shrift. Yeah, it was a, it was at that woke place that that I used to work at that you work at. Um, I, don't, I don't work. I work at my house. Well, my house is pretty woke. Yeah, I probably <laughs> pretty um, strips off you for calling me a housewife. Yes, um, but yeah, she, she's the the main character You're is a housewife. To see homemaker now. That's it. Um, she's a she's a. Um, a uh, homemaker from the Midlands and okay. uh, a magic door appears and uh, a, a puppet comes and grabs her and uh, takes her to this place called the Onderland. And it's it's a little bit of the interplay between it's, you know, sort of a Narnia um, and, and a little bit of she's got to do a bunch of stuff in this made up land. Uh, but oh, she's still got to pick the kids up at, you know, X o'clock and the husband's wondering what's going on and you might find out and all that kind of stuff. Um, but in, in the midst of all that sort of thing mm-hmm. um there's there's these these lads uh doing doing their doing their characters and it's um it's enjoyable mm. it's a it's very very inconsequential a very light watch uh, and it's it's kind of slightly forgettable but um I, I binged through it fairly quickly and, and enjoyed it i think they're, they're quite long episodes i think they might be like full length 45 minutes uh, being on sky yeah no they're a, they're a very talented bunch yeah i wish their, them so, well. their song parodies are superb mm. Very, very good. That's that. And they've had, they've had quite a lot of um, people who have been in the ensemble and have left, or, well, they mm-hmm. people come, come and go, but like p- people who've done stuff, Mark. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Names. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. They absolutely so it's, names it's, on it's, them. It's kids' telly. Um, yeah. So we're just, just, I'm just going back through. Mm-hmm. Just going back through the pins here. Going through the stack. Yeah, through the stack. Through the stack. Someone mentioned the other day on Twitter that um, I saw this. I saw this very, very good idea for a festival or an event where people oh, yeah. present um, slide decks. Yes, from ten years ago. Yes, today, and you kind of have to deal with the the context shift of it, um, which I thought was great fun. But somebody somebody said, "Oh, how long have we been calling them decks?" Then oh, that's true. That's new, isn't it? When did people start saying decks instead of PowerPoints? Yes, yeah, it's a slide deck, isn't it? Yeah, it's a slide deck. Or a mate. pitch deck. Yeah. Pitch deck is very common. Where's your deck? You got your deck. Mm. That's the thing. I thought that was a great idea for an event. My my um, yeah. my presentations would be bonkers because hmm. um, uh, in, in my best teacherly voice, I used to say hmm. I used to say to my students, "Slides aren't for you; they're for me." So I know what to say next. Ah, uh, yes. And they didn't come with any notes or anything like that. Someone would go, mm-hmm. well, can I have the handouts? It's like, there isn't a handout. It's just words in my face. So <laughs> you, you can you can write it down or you can tape it. Yep. And that's just a picture to tell me where I'm going. That's that's often, uh, as, a, as, a, as a blind man, that's often how I, uh, how I navigate speaking. Um, you when... ask for handouts or? No, I use... Um... A dictaphone? 
I know as if I'm speaking. Um, oh, you're speaking. I, you're speaking. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Uh, yes. Um, I I would often use a big image. Yeah. And and one word or, or you know a couple of words and then I might put some some other things in there which are not for me to read because I won't be able to read them but like one massive word mm-hmm. uh, and an image will usually help me um, yeah figure out and go on, go into the next mm-hmm. thing and those are the ones I when I've been most relaxed yeah because I can kind of extemporaneize I've been told that I talk too much have you mm. Mm. I, I was given a note um, <laughs> it was a good note I like it was I, I accepted the note um, but uh, yeah. And did you say, yes, and? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Carry on. A little bit, I did. <laughs> oh, you, tell, you don't talk too much. <laughs> Thanks, mate. You, you, talk, you, talk the right, you talk the right amount. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to fill up this tape and it'll be fine. Yep. Uh, slide decks. We weren't talking about slide decks. Don't know how I got onto that. Mm. Um, Eric Heidel was Rincewind, wasn't he? Yep. In the, in the computer games. Yep. They he was it was good. my canonical rincewind. Yeah. They were very good, Mark. Yeah, they were. Super good. That was that was how I was introduced to the world. I did not know that they existed as books or anything. Um uh my friend uh had the um we we were sort of computer nerds and we we had the CD ROMs. Oh, he had the CD ROMs. I coveted the CD ROMs. Yeah. And uh, he he introduced me to to the game and I just completely fell in love with it. Just Amazing. as a concept and everything, and then when you look at it, it's it's quite remarkable the cast that was in it. Yeah, um, it's it's a it's a, a veritable who's that uh, of comedy. Um, no, like the proper names, like Rob Rob Brydon's in there uh, doing all of the voices that aren't the other people you've heard of. Basically, <laughs> uh, it was a proper you know proper jobs worth not not jobs worth proper um, proper job proper job proper job proper um, job yeah proper job. So you had uh, John Pertwee. Oh um, and um, Prince John, no, not Prince John, uh, the Sheriff of Rottingham, uh, Baldrick, that guy, Tony Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> go for his, um, go for his most famous work there. <laughs> his canonical work. Oh yes, um, yeah, Mister Bloopy, um, Father Bloopy. Well, sorry, I think I've told you this story before, but I'm going to okay. tell it you again because I like it so much. Okay, I, I played Discworld Two on on the PlayStation. Oh wow! As it was called then, not the PSX. No, no, no. The PS One. It's that's like that's like Star Wars, isn't it? Yes, it comes, it comes it, the New Hope. It comes out and it's called Star Wars, and then the next thing you know, it's called the PS One or the PSX. Yeah. What's that about? Mm. Um, Marketing. I, I had that on the PlayStation, but Discworld One, I played on a bloody Apple Mac. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Goodness gracious! On my first, on my first Apple Mac. Um, the the much maligned, but I loved it. Uh, Performer six thirty series. Mm-hmm. Is the um, all right, John Syracuse. One of the, one of the last of the uh, Power PC era. I mm. Right in the right in the in the death throes of that. Um, right when Apple wasn't cool. That was me there. <laughs> um, and the, the 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 bit the bit of the story that I think I've told you before was I had to. Buy like a Mac enthusiast magazine, mm. right? And I had to cut an advert out the back of the, the thing, and on it in Biro, I had to tick next to the Discord thing, and then I had to write a check. Oh yeah, for something like twenty, forty, ninety pounds. Yeah, like and I had to put it in there, and I had to wait a month to get that game. Yep. And and as you discussed on uh, on um, 
run a pod. Uh, you had to put only at the end of the of the financial amount. Uh, you, you did have to put. You did have to put only at the end of it because someone might write and ninety nine p for me. Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's a thing that I did. But I bought computer games from the back of magazines on mail order. That's you cool. See, you won't see the luck of those days anymore, Mark. No, mate. I Thank bought. Goodness. I bought some hooky um, VHS that way. Dodgy ones. Yeah, there was oh, a guy amazing. who had um, just bunches of copies of, of, of different films, and he had a um, he had a little catalogue, and mm. you could uh, yeah yeah you, you'd, you'd do the thing. Um, and I got very disappointed because I wanted, I think I wanted the whole trilogy of the Evil Dead films. Right, and who wouldn't? He. He, they were advertised and then um, they didn't materialise and I think he had to send the cheque back. Uh, and then mm. another guy, same same system, I uh, managed to get. Uh, certainly get Evil Dead 1. Mm. Um, and I watched it at my aunt's house. Because uh, I'd already seen 3 and then 2. And so then I saw 1 and uh, and, the, and the cycle was complete. Wow. In a- and then I bought the video game for the, for the PS1. Uh, and it was... I, I, I played it for... I, I couldn't wait to get it. I was yeah. so excited. And I played it for 20 minutes and it was unplayable. Oh, was it garbage? Oh. The the controls were so... The the way you had to move the character was uh, was completely unplayable. Oh. Like, it was just... It made no sense. Just, however, the isomorphic or isometric system of moving the character where you needed him to go mm-hmm. uh, just didn't make any logical physical sense in the real world it was yeah it sucked they're 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 often disappointing aren't they the film time ones yeah there's there's very few that are that are that are very good mm. um do you remember back in the era there was um there was a comic relief game wow called sleepwalker i think okay and the concept was cool it you were a dog and right. you were your master was a boy and he would go sleepwalking and the boy would just walk in the direction that you pointed him forever until he hit uh, an immovable object or an unstoppable force <laughs> <laughs> or he fell off a thing. And so okay. your job as the dog is right. to shepherd him and be a, be a barrier between the, the, you know, him falling off uh, a girder, a loose girder or whatever, uh, or, f- you know, tripping down the fire escape, uh, you'd have to guide him. Um, so this is a walking simulator, but, but you're, you're a, a, an assistance dog. Yeah. You're, you're an emotional support animal. Wow. Yeah. An emotional support animal game. Uh, and it was on the Amiga and probably some other things as well. And for some reason it was, um, I don't know, like maybe money went to Comic Relief or something as a, a, a if, if you if you bought the game because it had a big a big Comic Relief splash um, at the beginning of it. Well, they did. I mean, they had some weird tie-ins, and I, I was I was mm-hmm. just, I, I was going towards the Amiga as soon as we started talking about yeah, this. Mate. I think I've mentioned this before. The um, the Colin Quavers. Oh yeah, you've mentioned Colin Quavers. My 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 example is always. Um, spot uh, the the seven uh, cool spot the uh, the seven. Oh, Fido spot. Dido. I know the, the, I just the know guy. Cool He's spot. He's cool spot. The the game was called Cool Spot. Ah, That's okay. my recommend. Well, some, sometimes games have different. The same game has different names on different platforms. So it, it yeah. What did it you might do been, in that? Um, that you, it's just a standard platformer. Um, ah, it was right. literally just a platformer, but on the beach, I think. Uh, and there was. And were you the Seven Up guy? The you were you were the you were the spot the spot in the Seven Up logo. 
Oh, that's well, that's a weird thing to be. Yep. Yep. But back in those days, we used to be uh, balls of silly putty and we were happy, Mark. Absolutely, mate. Uh, absolutely. We used to live in a hole in the ground. We did. We did. Yeah, Colin Quaver's, Colin Quaver's pushover. Oh, now that is highly familiar. Yeah, that was so. That was the tie, that was the tie-in. So um, there was there was a game called Pushover, which was like this game where you had to arrange dominoes, mm-hmm. and um, it was for some reason fronted up by the mascot of the uh, Quaver Corporation of Leicester, uh, <laughs> and, and and it wasn't just like it wasn't just a game. This was the game that they used. As the um, what's the thing they what's the word they use for the, the big releases, Mark? So triple A. Yeah, this was the triple A title that they built the launch of the A six hundred Amiga around, and so when you bought an A six hundred, it came in a box that was covered in Colin Colin Curly Quavers mm-hmm. with him with with the the pushover game as the kind of the centerpiece of the of the of the starter pack you got. Can I tell you something? This is this is blown this is blowing my doors off because. <laughs> Um, we used to get a lot of games, and they were almost always pirated. I'm I'm enjoying this dodgy grey market, Mark Stedman. Oh, that I've, oh that yeah, I'm finding out grey mark, grey mark Stedman. Um, you, you know, action replay cartridges all the way. You are. What's oh no, 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 no. We never, we, we, we never had no. We oh, never would you had, cheat? We just do. <laughs> no, it's not that. We never had no truck with no um consoles we, we we were allowed the amiga because my my brother conned my parents into buying it under the proviso that he could do work on it oh it's educational mark yeah um but all we do is play 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 games and uh, they were almost always uh 99 of them were from our mate down the road and we we got our copy of x copy which is what you would use um oh no x copy wouldn't copy drm protected things anyway you, you'd get the cracked version of the game and and um we had one of mm. this game. Right. And I had a, a, a real dingling sort of moment, as in like ding, my brain went dingling, um, because I remember being very excited about this game, John. Right. Yes. And I remember seeing yes. the opening yes, titles. Mark. Yes. I remember seeing the opening titles, and I remember waiting for the game to load. And it never did. It never got past the opening titles so was i never Curly? knew yes i uh, it was called pushover i never yes, knew yes, and yes. and the 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 image that i've just seen is uh colin loses his quavers um and and i think i might have seen a bit of a title like a bit of a, an opening like uh full motion video thing um perhaps but i certainly remember the opening the the sort of initial image and uh, the game would never load um so I was. I remember being very sad about that. Um, oh my gosh! Yeah, that's that is so freaky deaky. Yeah. The question is, is can we find it online so you can play it? Oh yeah. It, it, I mean, there's there's YouTube um, playable, you know, play, playthroughs that I can see here. YouTube um, playable. I mean, you can't play YouTube playthroughs. No, no, no. No, but I want you. I want you to play it. <laughs> okay. I right. What I would. What I. I'm not going to set this as homework because that's 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 not a thing we do. No. Nope. I'm going to suggest to you that for our next recording, we try and get the thing set up so that we can we can chat whilst you play it for the first time. Oh, it's it's a, a time to break out another single use Twitch stream. Yeah, I I I would I would like to be part of that story for you. <laughs> I, uh, I want to be there. 
when, when the Stedman goes marching in. <laughs> that would be wonderful. I'd love, I'd, I'd love to see your little face the first time Aww. you get past the loading screen. <laughs> so excitable. Well, it sounds like we're going to have to fire a spoiler horn for uh, Colin Curley's pushover, though, because <laughs> there's obviously some other people out there who haven't, who haven't played it. Yes, clearly. Oh, wow. Well, there's there's what looks like a remake that's playable on on um, on archive.org. Uh, it's a remake of the popular puzzle game of the early '90s, uh, in which you have to rearrange the dominoes. So it might be the the game, but whether it carries mm. the branding mm. and therefore is as satisfying um, is, is is yet to be seen. It, the gameplay was excellent, which was sure. what was missing from a lot of. Um, a, a lot of uh, media property tie-ins. Yes, um, it's strange, isn't it? Because like films come with a story and all that sort of stuff. Colin Curley didn't come with a story. <laughs> he just came fully formed into our universe. It was popular, but he didn't have a he didn't have a backstory or anything. Well, it's like, like the like the PG Tips monkey. He was just mm. he was just there. Yeah. Well, no, he, no, he wasn't. No, no, he wasn't. No, no. no. Oh, fuck. he's got. We, I've talked to you about this, Mark. No, you probably I've have, put you, you straight on this before. Okay. He he didn't. Mm, he's like he's 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 all about the money. That guy. Oh no! Of course, yes, he was. Yes, no, no. You're right. Yeah, of course he was. He was this. He was the Sky. Um, the BT. The B, BT. Yeah. The, was it? Was it BT? No, no, no. Not it wasn't because that, that still exists. The ITV, ITV Sport Digital. ITV thing. Yeah. 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 But that, it still stands. Like he he came. Just there, and we were supposed to be like, "Oh, okay, here's that. Here's a monkey that we all know and like." That's what we're doing now. <laughs> and I think was, was now Johnny Vegas. Did he come as part of that package, or was he PG Tips? Oh, now because it was always monkey, and and I remember discovering him around the same time, and, and again going, "Oh, okay, it's the Johnny Vegas. It's the guy, the big, the big guy with the voice that we've all seen for years. That suddenly he's he's not a thing." Yeah, it's weird how TV does that. They're like. Bang! This is now a thing. Uh, okay, I, I wasn't right. I feel like I've come in late to the meeting. What's really, mm. what's really strange about um, Johnny Vegas, unless this shows how bloody un, uncultured I am, Mark. Mm. Um, so I, I'm aware of Johnny Vegas's work from being on Shooting Stars, yeah, and doing PG Tips adverts, yeah, and and occasionally. Did you ever see the, the other week we talked about this before, the Beauty's Castle thing? Yes. He's talking about that chat room that he's in, which was really funny. Yes. So I'm aware, I'm aware of him from these TV things, but he's like a really strange, avant-garde, highly respected in the industry, stand-up comedian yep. talent. And he does that by virtue of the fact that Johnny Vegas is a quote-unquote character. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, 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 until, I, until I read the... Um, the Stuart Lee book where he, he talks a lot about working with Johnny Vegas around pubs and clubs and stuff. I just, I just thought Johnny Vegas was like a light entertainer guy. Mm. I didn't realize it, his, his shows used to involve like him doing naked pottery. Yeah. And, and all sorts of very, very odd stuff. What an interesting, what an interesting man. Yes. His, um, bio, his autobiography is good. Yeah. And you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pay the mortgage somehow, haven't you? Yeah. You gotta do a PG tips of it. It's like, um, Neil Morrissey refers to the home base jobs, uh, the home base adverts as bank jobs, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Look, I'm going to have to go. We haven't even got halfway down our list, mate. Mate, we haven't even yet, no. We haven't even touched the sides, son. No. You all right? Yeah. yeah. I'll be all right. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. We need to... Um, we need to we need to talk about uh Kevin. Good omens. <laughs> yep. We nearly got there. I'm four episodes in, I we got all the way up to the top and then we came back down before we got there. Yeah, we 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 never did we never did the first item. Yeah. Oh, is, no, we didn't do that. Oh well, we should have done that. Yeah, it's quite 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 a big one, that one. That was important. Yeah, you were driving, so I, I was I was letting you drive. <laughs> well, you told me, you said you said I trust you. Get yep. me there. Yep. Didn't. No. Let me down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, about 10 minutes ago, I thought I could probably get him there, but I might run out of road. Um, it's not something we can really tack on for the last 30 seconds. No, no um, it's not. Mate, would, I was going to talk about. Would talk it about. work as a spoiler? For, no, not a spoiler. Would it work as a cliffhanger for next week? A cliffhanger? Yeah. I've, it's your cliff, mate. Can we... <laughs> um, no, because... No, I'm not going to do that, because I'm not prepared to... Um, to uh, to to prostitute myself for the listeners' entertainment. Come on, everyone! Everyone wants the big trailer about uh, about how uh, I don't like editing documents in Confluence. <laughs> yes, we, they'll, be, they'll be riveted for that. That was on the list as well. We all want Jira chat. Every, it's, it's time. It's time for Jira chat, mate. I don't know what I wanted to tell you about jogging. It's just there. It's just just on just, just on the list. Now we have become rec diffs, and, and and at this point we need to stop. Bam 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 bam. Right, that was lovely. I'll pronounce the word GIF um, like GIF now. All right.